You got to chill. The chill, chill, chill. Everybody's ego takes a shot on this show. This is Rutledge and Hamilton with Jim Rutledge and Matt Hamilton, presented by Coors Light on 100.5 ESPN. So beginning June 1st, you can go to channel3000.com and vote for Rutledge and Hamilton as a Best of Madison radio team. Cody and Milton chimes in. Woo, woo, we will take the congratulations. Now, we got to go out there, folks. we got to go win the damn thing. we got to win the damn Broadcasting thing. live from the Everlight Solar Studio with Matt Hamilton, here's Jim Rutledge. Update on Matt Hamilton in prison situation. Visiting Alcatraz in San Francisco. JJ Poinette chimes in. Even if there was a tower right next to the prison, all the rebarb in the concrete would knock down any sort of signal. So JJ He used Poinette, a lot bigger words than you just used, but thank you for making it make sense. Well, he, he used also, the word lattices. Well, I don't even know what the hell that means. Oh, my God. Do you know what a lattice is? I know the math equation that you use a lattice yeah, for. Yeah, the lattice is like the rebarb inside the concrete that not that reinforces concrete essentially. So is yeah. that metal? It's made. It, yes, metal. It says metal lattices in this thing, but a lattice <laughs> is also thinking of it like this: you have a deck underneath the deck. A lot of times, people have like a crisscross sort of design that goes under the deck that's not actual wood. It just kind of blocks the area from under the deck. That's okay. called lattice as well. Interesting. A lot of like uh, teen rom coms back in the eighties that dude. Where would, is this going? The dude would always climb up there to get yep. to the girls' bedroom. Oh, you know what I mean? The lattice. Yes. Those yeah, exposed lattice. I, I, I got to be honest. I was never that romantic. Uh, one time when I snuck into a girl's bedroom in like high school, I jumped on a trampoline into a second story window, and I had like cut up my arm really well. Yeah, that's a fun story. I probably shouldn't have just told that on the radio, but too late now. That sounds well, incredibly no, no. romantic. <laughs> Thank you. The issue is you have to give us more information. Uh, so this was uh, this was the night I became a man. He's Alex Strofe. Hey, now. <laughs> you had to try this hard. You maimed yourself. <laughs> Ladies yeah. man, Alex Strofe. Yeah. So had to work so hard, he almost maimed himself to become a man. Yeah. Iron, Iron Jack poll question. How far have you gone <laughs> to make it to a girl's bedroom? Yeah, so... Uh, so it was a girl I was it was kind of, I was kind of seeing at the time, right? And um, she's like, "Hey, pa- pa- parents, are, parents aren't home." It's like a Friday night in August. I'm like, all right. So I take my bike over there. I biked over there, um, and she's like, "Hey, there's cameras. So you have to avoid a certain point, but there's a trampoline next to the house. Use that to jump into this this window." And so I'm jumping up and down in this trampoline trying to gain steam. And, you know, I'm trying to, like, and I'm not a strong guy. I've never have been. I've always been kind of weak. And I can't I, imagine I, you at whatever age you were. I use my my hands to, like, pull myself into the window. And then I just, like, lost it. It cut, it cut up my upper arm. I fell down back onto the trampoline. And then take two, I was able to make it work. It was fun leaving, though, I will admit. I jumped out of the window onto the trampoline. And I didn't hurt myself at, like, 3 in the morning. It was amazing. And you didn't get caught? No. 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 As far as I'm aware, it's been 10 years. I think think I'm all right. You're like a sports radio ninja. Just (laughs) jumping in and out of windows on trampolines. Yeah, yeah. So what you're saying, this was a, a sympathy Lost a man because she like it seemed like a Florence yeah. Nightingale thing where she felt bad for you. Like, no, oh, no, no, look no, at no, this no. moron. He's got his arm. Oh yeah, because you really set the no, mood. That's as you're why. I mean, that's I, I wasn't bleeding that bad. It was just like a little bit of a scrape. Um, and no, I mean that was that was obviously the plan as we headed in there. But yeah, okay, can we stop now? <laughs> You wanted the story, I gave you the story. All right, 844-770-3776. Can you top that story in your efforts to uh, 
become a man. <laughs> this was not a it is not a coming like to become a man sort of thing, but I was uh you know, around the high school time dating someone, but they had a an egress window, so it was much near in the basement, so it was yes. just easy. Yeah, that's a lot easier. You yeah. just jumped down. Did not right? spend a lot of energy getting inside at that yep. room there. So it was very easy. No, that's easy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I had to go the opposite way. Because if you're going down, that's easy, right? You just jump down. I had to jump up on a trampoline. Yeah, man, that sounds insane. Yeah, Jim was, was going down a lot in high school, I guess. Yeah. Jesus, Ryan. Hey, now. <laughs> it was right there. I mean, come on. It's low-hanging fruit. What can I say? <laughs> this is Best of Madison, folks. Hey, now. Yeah, tell us about Best of Madison auction. Yeah, June 1st, uh, you can begin voting for Rutledge and Hamilton's Best of Madison radio team, one of six finalists uh, through Madison Magazine and Channel 3000. So you can go to channel3000.com. You can vote once a day. Uh, but like I told you last week, we could probably find a way around that uh, because we're going to win this damn thing. We're not We're not here to take part. We're here to take over, as the great Conor McGregor once said. So uh, beginning June 1st, you can vote for Rutledge and Hamilton uh, as best radio team in the Best of Madison um, uh, category. Um, if a Bear-centric Wisconsin sports talk host wins any award, I will move to Illinois. Says Rutledge is an idiot. Guy ate. I'm not going to lie. It's a part of me really wants to win it for this show, hosted by a uh, a Bears fan, taking home Best of Madison. Yeah, it really feel good. You know, it's it's amazing that we are considered Best of Madison because if we, you if you just tuned into us in, within the last five minutes, you're like, wow, this is the most locker gold. room talk I've ever heard. My name was definitely not included on there as, <laughs> as Best of Madison Radio. Hey, team. mine wasn't either, for the record. So. Matt Hamilton wants to join us in 10 minutes. Do we allow him to interrupt throwing stones from prison? Yeah, we allow it. We we can, we're going to allow it? We can move We can move stones to 3.30. Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to make sure we, we never do that. Around. We never do that. Right. And it's just, right you so know, I think if we do it one time on a Monday, you'll forgive us. We're going to play throwing stones. Should we stones. make him do the entire interview in a Scottish accent in an homage to Did Sean? you just call it an interview? It's his show. But no. When he, when he's calling in, it's an interview. As an homage to Sean Connery from The Rock? I like Sean Connery. I'm a Sean Connery guy. I think most people are. It's not like a hot take. Uh, I'm not a Nick Cage guy. Is that a hot take? Oh, that is a bit of a hot take nowadays. I yeah, hate but him. It's, it's like a stale take. He's just like, such a punchable face. Like that's it for me. True. I think I could beat up Nick Cage. Oh God, you cannot beat up Nick Cage. That guy was going to be Superman and Batman and the he, Flash. He was and Aquaman. He was going to be every superhero at one point. Yes. If you look it up, he he was connected to every single superhero role of the '90s. Interesting. I didn't know that. But um, you think you can beat him up? It's I think at this point, how old is he? 59. Yeah, I got him. All right, 844-770-3776, our secondary Iron Jock poll question. <laughs> Tag Nick Cage in, in, if you can. <laughs> Could Alex Strofe beat up Nick Cage? Can I, can I look up his height and weight, you think? He's right, six let's feet uh, tall is what I, and 170 pounds is what I see. Oh, yeah. I'm 6'3", 180. I got this punk. That sounds pretty fit, though. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's uh, you know, frankly, he would kick my ass. We all know this. But pull it, 844-770-3776. Uh, uh, I don't know that I could beat anyone in a fight, to be really honest with you. I, I'm just, I'm a lover, not a fighter, you know. Um, I've, I've never won a fight. I've been in a few of them. I don't think I've ever walked away as the winner, per se. I've, won, I've walked away and been like, yeah, I got a good shot in, a couple of good shots in. But this is back in the day, back when I was a little bit of a punk. But Back in the day, you're... A child. <laughs> now is your fighting ages. No, no, no. I'm not going to jail. Not fair. Jail scares me. Yeah? You're way too pretty for prison? Oh, yeah. Some Randall Lambert reference yeah, there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, but, yeah, like, 
I've got buddies that have been in jail, and they don't speak highly of it. <laughs> and I think that's that's what's put me off to it. You know, breaking news: jail bad, <laughs> according to Alex Stroff's friends. And you needed an, again, someone to actualize that for you. Yeah, well, never prison. I don't know anybody that's been to prison, but jail. And yeah, I just I don't think I would fit in well. And you think you can beat up Nick Cage? Eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. Could Alex Strofe beat up Nick Cage? He thinks he can. Uh, Rutledge is an idiot guy. Chimes in. Uh, Cusack or Cage? Uh, that's a question mark. I think he means Nick Cage. John Cusack is a does a lot of good things as a as an actor as well. I I would think uh, he's a little bit younger than Nick Cage, but I think he might be a little bit taller. I don't like that Gary and Madison's doubting me. He says no freaking way he can take the Lord of War. Cusack's 6'2", so I don't think you're taking Yeah, Cusack. How old is he, though? 56. Yeah, he's younger than Cage, too. Ooh, yeah, no chance. I don't think he's a f- as But I'm not fit. beating up Cage. I'm, I'm saying that tongue-in-cheek. Mm-hmm. Um, be wild, though. Escape. I mean, I would do it in like a proper setting. Like, I wouldn't want to street fight him. I wouldn't win that. If we did like a boxing match, I might have a shot. Jeff and Janesville chimes in. Escape from Alcatraz with Clint Eastwood is a far better movie than The Rock. I think they're different movies. I like both those movies, Jeff. Uh, Escape from Alcatraz is a really good older movie, but it's far more about the plot. The Rock is just... Have you seen The Rock, Alex Stroff? It feels uh, right no. up your alley. No. It's, it's just a lot of pomp and circumstance and explosions and loud music and over-the-top acting. Dave Chappelle's in it. John Cusack's in it. Nick Cage is in it. Uh, there's more. John Malkovich is Ed in Harris it. Ed Harris is in it. Ed Harris is in it. There, there's a lot of other people you see like, oh, I know that guy. I know that guy. Bubba from Forrest Gump is in it. I don't know the actor's name. But there, it's just a long... Oh, Steve Buscemi's in it. It's just a big I like American that. movie-making machine yeah. is what The Rock is. Yeah. Um, we've just got the most incredible story on the text line, but is I don't think Darryl I can read any of it. Yeah, it's Baby Strophy's uh, caretaker, yes. I don't think I can read that, though. Do you want to give it a once more, see if you can edit it? I think I can edit it. I'll give it a shot. Gary right. Madison, so, did you chime in on this one? No no freaking way he can take more Yeah, I, I said I don't like that Gary's doubting me. Uh, so Daryl and Deerfield. <laughs> All right, we're going to give this a crack. All right, Aurora, I believe, is a hospital. Yep. So I'm going to go with Good the, job, the hospital reti- required that I test negative for... You can fill in the blank. You can say that. Go ahead. You can say AIDS. Okay. Why can't you say that? It's a medical condition. Okay. All right. Uh, well, I just felt bad because we were just talking about magic. Um, Jesus, now you made it weird. <laughs> and he doesn't actually have that like in his blood if you tested him. Picked up the negative result at the lab and drove straight to her house. Showed up on her doorstep with flowers in one hand, the card with the test results in the other, and a big smile on my face. It's better than jumping on a trampoline. Uh, JJ and chimes in. I'm definitely mixing movies. Uh, I'm mixing up Con Air and The Rock. My bad. Jesse I'm, Nelson just I'm texted on, me that exact same thing. Yeah, I'm definitely <laughs> crossing those two movies. Because Con Air I am currently rewatching on TikTok. So that's why I'm blending those two together. That's all right, though. Yeah. They're kind of the same movie, though. Con Air and The Rock. So The Rock is also a good movie. Ed Harris is in that one. Sean Connery, John Cusack. Uh, there's a bunch of other people you'd recognize in that one as well. But I would say also a big, hairy, movie-making machine is The Rock. And I think we'll have Matt Hamilton, who is That's essentially we've like. claimed. And we're not that far off. I think he is Ricky Bobby from Talladega Nights. He, he has some Ricky Bobby in him, for sure. Absolutely. This is Rutledge and Hamilton. We're presented by Coors Light. If the mountains are blue, you know what to do. And that's Cross Coors Light. We're live from the Everlight Solar Studios. 
You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts free on Wisconsin On Demand and wherever you get your podcasts. Matt Hamilton is in San Francisco. He's on The Rock. Uh, I would have. I kind of had a feeling they weren't going to have great cell reception in a former prison that's called The Rock. Well, we are going to have Olympic gold medalist, sometimes host of the show Rutledge and Hamilton, uh, joining the show, but. Uh, Matt, while you were gone, we were able to announce the exciting news that Rutledge and Hamilton, the show, has been nominated, and you can start voting in June for, uh, what is the official nomination here, Alex Strofe? Best radio team. Best radio team in Madison. So, Matt, uh, congratulations on that. Pretty awesome feeling. Especially when you only go to like sixty percent of the shows, and you still are able to manage best or uh, get nominated for best team. That is just uh, a treat. How, how sarcastic did he sound there, Jimmy? Pretty awesome feeling. Ah, oh, the man has won a gold medal, but whatever. <laughs> he is not. A, I mean, it's no WBA, but we're still excited Unreal. to have the opportunity. You can start voting for us, <laughs> dude. Matt and I are just burned. I mean, you want to talk about what gets Matt Hamilton keep him up at night? His gold medal does not give him the satisfaction as the WBA would. That that is for darn see that sure. thing on my mantle. It's pretty. Agreed. It's pretty. Matt, are you changed after prison? How are you? Are you extra yeah, pads? You know what? Uh, things things are okay. Uh, honestly, I could not imagine. Like I just did like an audio tour through uh, the cell blocks, and I could not imagine being in jail here from like in the twenties up to. I think it was closed in the '60s by JFK, but pretty, pretty crazy building and history behind this place. So you and Alex Schoff, just with the breaking news of neither one of you want to go to prison, I will join you on that one. It does not seem like a great time. <laughs> yeah, Maddie, I was telling Jimmy, you know, I have some buddies that have been to jail, and I, I, I just, I don't recommend. It doesn't sound like very much fun to me. No, it doesn't. But <laughs> since I'm confident neither of you will go to jail. I was able to get you a little piece of jail, and I'm going to bring it back to you guys. Oh, that's and I'll be able to present that to you. What the uh, hell are you stealing from jail? I don't know that I want that. Uh, that's exciting. I didn't say steal. I said I got something out of prison, and I'm going to bring it for you. And you can feel like you're in a prison anytime you want. Fantastic. <laughs> now, Matt... Uh, what, I mean, seriously, though, I haven't been out there. We're talking about Hamilton. I hope it's Hamilton presented by Coors Light. I'm sure that, Matt, I miss it. I miss you. So the mountains are blue. You know what to do. And that's Crush, uh, Coors Light. So, Matt, how was I mean, is the tour worth it? Is it cool? I'd like to get out to San Francisco. Is it? Is it like a worthy check-the-box sort of touristy thing to do in San Francisco? Um, I guess it kind of would depend on your feelings on, like, U.S. history. Like, my wife could have taken or left this trip. Okay. I really am intrigued by the U.S. history of it and everything surrounded by Alcatraz, the movies, the pop culture, all the way to, like, you know, the actual history of it. So I was super intrigued. It was like 50 bucks, including the ferry ride to get out here. That's not bad. So, like, it's not cheap, but it's not, like, it's ex- it's not, like, crazy expensive either. And I figure you do it once, you never have to do it again. And- so... Uh, really, really pleased I got out here. It's it's pretty incredible. 
Did you get in the so- gardens here? So they ba- yeah. it's basically a, a, a wild. It's a park now. It's a it's a national st- park, a part of Golden Gate National uh, Wildlife Park, and they actually have like some of the buildings have like kind of like broken down from all the wind and sea water and everything like that. And yeah. they're letting they have like like an amazing team like Olsen Tune come out and just make this the. Uh, the landscaping, everything is incredible. There's flowers and everything everywhere. I think there's like a bird sanctuary here as well. So like they they've multi they've used it uh, multi purposely. Wow, uh, which is pretty neat. And then I found out. Work. Then I found out this was occupied by Native Americans for 19 months, called as like a equality for Native Americans back in the 60s and into the 70s. It, uh, yeah, just such crazy history about here and uh, stuff I didn't know. So. Highly would recommend. And Strofe, after being here and experience what Nicolas Cage had to deal with when he was saving San Francisco from a nuclear attack or a, or a terrorist attack, no chance could you take Nicolas Cage in a fight. Uh, I think it could. He's way tougher people here on The Rock in the movie. 59 years old, six foot 170. That's shorter and less weight than I weigh. I think I got him. I think Matt. he's in better shape than you. Matt. I'm in great shape. How many photos? Yeah, he's got all the training. Over under three new photos for the gram, we'll be able to see later from the Alc- from Alcatraz. Since you're now an Instagram model as well, oh, it's gonna be good. I've got a couple of me in the cell. I got one of the solitary confinement, and now I'm out, kind of in the garden taking pictures and stuff. I'm gonna do a big little photo dump here this afternoon, or uh, when I get back to to the mainland. <laughs> so, ego takes and, a uh, Darren Deerfield would like to know, friend of show, did you go to a Giants game in Oracle Park? I did not go to a Giants game. We had a Airbnb on the coast, a little bit, maybe about an hour away from San Francisco for the first couple of days, and then we did some hiking and exploring out that way. And then we've been staying in Oakland for the last day. Nice. And we'll be. How's Oakland? We got a great reservation for a sushi spot tonight. All right. Let's see how plugged in Matt's been uh, the last couple of days. Matt, how are you enjoying the NBA playoffs, <laughs> Mister NBA? Uh, honestly, I am pretty into them. Two series at 3-0, and my buddy who I'm actually traveled here with back in March had put money on the Nuggets and the Heat to win. So right Shut now up. he is looking so good for this bet. And the Nuggets are honestly his better odds because way back in March when he did hurt, not even March, but before the season started, preseason, he put money on the Heat and the Nuggets. So I've been keeping up with it because he has. And I even saw... Some guy I have never even heard of was like the point score, like leader in the Heat game with like twenty nine points. His only three misses were from three point land. He went nine or six for nine from three point land. Like what a crazy yeah, storyline to Gabe Vincent game. when Jimmy yeah. buckets just taking. Yeah, Gabe Vincent. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, Jimmy buckets has been the man, and all of a sudden Gabe Vincent's like, "I'll take care of you here. You you take a break. You ran out of gas in the bubble. I'm not going to let that happen to you again." We're going to take game three. What do, what do, you, what do, you, amazing. What do you make of the three finalists for the Bucks job? That's oh, a little unfair. Final, I mean, Nick Nurse, just because he did it. Okay. But um, Atkinson is looking pretty good. And then I think I saw Toronto's assistant was the wow. other finalist. Yeah, you're spot on. Him, so I wouldn't necessarily say that's the one, but I really like Nick Nurse because no. I love the idea of getting a guy who's done it and been there. I'm going to put you, I want you to be our investigative reporter. You're out in the Bay Area. 
Find out about Kenny Atkinson for us. He's been the assistant a few years out there. See if he'd fit <laughs> Milwaukee. Cool guy. Right. Just put your Mr. NBA. Lean on your contacts out there in the Bay Area. and Get and, us some answers. Yeah, get us some answers, please, Pat Hamilton. I would, but I, I lost the blue checkmark voice. <laughs> I uh, don't know what kind of power I have anymore. <laughs> you're Matt Hamilton. Uh, so, Matt, though, I have some <laughs> bad news. Uh, you need to get back soon because otherwise Chat GPT is going to be replacing one of us on the show. I don't know if you saw this, uh, our ESPN Madison tweet. I did not. Uh, we asked the question oh. <laughs> about the most overrated athletes in Wisconsin history, and it says, now, Matt, we've learned that nobody reads. Uh, it, literally on the image, it says, according right. to ChatGPT, most overrated Wisconsin athlete ever. And Brett Favre, number one, that didn't trigger people like Reggie White, number two, did. But it has over 100,000 views and 138 likes, 54 <laughs> quote tweets. And, and how many responses there? Like 180, yeah. Yeah, 180 responses. And out of the 180, like six realized that this is a ChatGPT thing. But at the same time, we did have ChatGPT chime in and she's doing a pretty good Matt Hamilton uh, impersonation. Would you like to would you like to hear? All that this proves yeah. is that I can do your job better than you. Jordan Love, Aaron Rodgers, go pack go. Matt, she's coming for you. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. No doubt. That's radio team in Madison right there. Rod- <laughs> Jim Rutledge and Chat AI spot. <laughs> Everybody's ego <laughs> takes a shot on this show. You know, honestly, that would be all right. great listening. Because I think Jim would quickly get really angry at the robot. <laughs> because you, we all, Matt, you, you and I know very well, Jim's temper it does exist. Um, and I just think that would be really, <laughs> really entertaining after about 10 minutes. I, I think that would get... Pretty old, pretty fast, though. It would be entertaining after about 10 minutes, and then after about 15, I'd be like, okay. <laughs> Jim's arguing with a computer. We got to, I can't hear with this. Hey, it's 2023, man. Anything's possible. Get off my lawn. Exactly. Uh, well, Matt, uh, we appreciate you taking time. You're back on Wednesday, right? Is that correct for us? Or do you have some news you're going to tell us you're out for the yeah. rest of the week? <laughs> No, I'll come back on Wednesday. Assuming flights and everything go well, that's the plan. All right, so we'll see you Friday. Uh, No, Matt, thank you so much for uh, calling in from uh, The Rock. Uh, We appreciate you uh, chiming in on the show. Yeah, appreciate it. Thank you, guys. uh, Have a wonderful rest of your Monday. We'll we'll share Alini's when he returns. We will indeed. All right, that's Matt Hamilton. This is Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue, and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt. Beastie Boys, reference to Guardians of the Galaxy, which Alex Stroh finally saw this week. It came out, what, two weeks ago? What do you mean, finally saw? I wasn't saying it. Relax, man. I was just saying, I feel like it was more than two weeks, but I was late seeing it, I feel like. I feel like it was out two weeks when I saw it a week ago, so you're like okay. three weeks out. but Whatever. Still uh, got you, to it. You did. It was good. Stop being so defensive. I was just saying, finally got to it. You were excited to see it. You I'm finally not being got that defensive. Relax, yeah, oh, big guy. Ch- 
I mean, slightly. Yeah, you just jumped on my throat over one word. You stay out of this. You chill out. No, you're just like a grumpy man. I'm not grumpy at all. You're making me grumpy because you're poking my buttons, pal. This is Roger Hamilton presented by Coors Light. Let's throw some stones. The guys think they have the answers to everything. I'm the best there is. People like me. So it's time to put them to the test. That's some booty, Jim. You know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. This is Throwing Stones, presented by Metro Kia of Madison, Madison's trusted Kia dealership. So, guys, it is time to throw some stones here on Rutledge and Hamilton. I've been scrolling Twitter, wasting a lot of time, but I don't have time to answer my own questions while scrolling Twitter. So, I bring them here to Jim and Strofe looking for answers. I'll score those answers throughout, and we will, and at the end, we'll crown a winner of throwing stones. So, I'm sure you guys saw this this morning, but 19 year NBA veteran Carmelo Anthony announced his retirement via Twitter. Carmelo retires as the ninth all-time leading scorer in NBA history, named the NBA's 75th anniversary team, four-time Olympic medalist with Team USA, and an 03 NCAA championship with Syracuse. So I ask you guys, Carmelo, one of the legends in NBA history, what is your favorite Carmelo Anthony memory? Jim, I will go ahead and start with you. Well, he's a Denver Mm. Nuggets legend. Yep. But I would say the memory, he was always a bucket. It, honestly, could be one of the top five scorers in NBA. If you need a bucket, Carmelo's going to get you a bucket. But if I was going to pick a memory, it's not in the NBA. It's what he did with Syracuse as a freshman, lifting that team, had one of the most uh, dominant and memorable freshman seasons ever in college basketball, lifting them to a title with Jerry McNamara. But he was the guy, basket after basket, he was unstoppable. Uh, with Syracuse, so that just stuck in my head forever, and I always have, I always respect him as one of the best scorers of all time. Yeah, I, I think um, be, best memory uh, when Carmelo Anthony was traded for, to the Atlanta Hawks for five minutes, and they still gave him a jersey. No, but but in all seriousness, he's probably the greatest, debatably one and done in college basketball history with his with his run at Syracuse. Uh, he was terrific there. Uh, that was that was a little bit before my time of getting into college hoops, but I mean, it just goes down as one of the greatest one and done seasons ever. And to Jim's point, everything he did on the Nuggets was awesome: headband, dunks, three point shots. Was he in a dunk contest? He's in Denver? Don't think so. I don't so. think so. Not, I mean, he had some good dunks in games, but never really known as a major okay. dunker. Regardless, he was uh, he, he was fun, uh, really fun to watch. He was especially known as, in Denver. He was known as the board man. Remember, he was always board cleaning man. up those boards. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> well, like honestly, I hope that Denver. I know George Carl was at their game uh, in their last game in Denver. I hope they bring him out there. 21, 21, 27, 29, 26, 23, 28, and twenty six points per game. Yeah, in Denver, his his time there. I remember when he bodied. Uh, it was help me out here. Big man for the Atlanta Hawks, number four, Paul Millsap. Paul Millsap. He bodied Paul Millsap when he was in Denver. That was one of my favorite dunks ever. All right. Anyway, I've got a lot of Carmelo. Almost average memories. And this does not happen as much in the NBA as it used to. But almost averaged thirty points a game in his first season with the Knicks. I was just about to say his, his first forty point game with New York was wild because it was in all time memory. It was in MSG. Um, and that was right before, was it right after Linsanity? Right before Linsanity, I think? Because right yeah. he was hurt during Linsanity. Yes. And that's why they turned to Jeremy Lin, and obviously he tore it up for like two weeks. Um, fun times. Carmelo had a great career. He, he, 
He got a lot of crap at the end. Like hoodie, yeah. the hoodie mellow. Yeah, the hoodie um, mellow phase. Yeah, I'm, I'm just talking myself into more. My, my, one of my least favorite Carmelo Anthony moments was when he went to Oklahoma City, and he oh, had wow. he yeah. his introductory press conference, and he was asked if he would accept a role off the bench, and he laughed at the reporter, and then he ended up coming off the bench. It was amazing. Anyway, all right. uh, he did have a nice little bit. I think it was it was the bubble season, and he had a nice little run there, and he really was given a crap with Portland. Yep. And oh yeah. Average fifteen and six. I forgot about that. Yeah, he and uh, oh god, who's the guy? He's on the Pelicans now. The shooter, CJ McCollum. Yeah, he McCollum. And, he and uh, Dame had a nice little, nice little run there. Wow. And was it Carmelo? Was he the one with the super baggy suit on draft night? No yes. three. That's got to be my top memory. Yeah, that's fair. It was. That's it was. That was an awful suit. Yeah, all time draft class though. Him, LeBron, D Wade. Yeah, that was a great draft. Crazy, class. crazy. But. Another topic I saw trending on NBA Twitter today was not about the conference finals themselves as the Celtics and the Lakers both down 3-0 to the Heat series. and it's to the over. Nuggets, respectively. So, been a lot of tweets talking about how a Denver-Miami finals would be terrible for ratings, but I ask you guys, is there anything more annoying or worse than the bads for rating argument or guy on social media? Jim, I'll go ahead and start with you. Yeah, one, they usually don't know what in the hell they're talking about. But maybe it doesn't bring in the casual fan. Maybe it doesn't. But what do you want? Like, it doesn't matter. It's how sports work. And if you're going to be a moron and not give the NBA Finals a chance, because I guarantee that ratings person is the same toolbox who's like, the same two teams always play in the NBA Finals. Yep, I don't even like yep, it. Yep. Or the playoffs don't matter. Oh, but the number one seed and the best team overall last year, this season, Denver, is in the NBA Finals. So shut it. No, I'm with you. I actually tweeted the exact opposite last night. I tweeted, Heat Nuggets is going to be a very fun series. Because it is, right? You have two guys playing at the absolute pinnacle of their game and Jimmy Butler and Nikola Jokic on each side, right? Don't sleep on Jamal. I, thought, I know no, if that's no, where you're going no, with No, no, yeah. no, not at all. I mean, he's he's been terrific. But you look at other guys. Matt even mentioned Gabe Vincent, who had a hell of a game last night. Uh, Bam Adebayo is likely going to be matched up on Nikola Jokic. That's the biggest matchup of Bam Adebayo's life. I mean, that is going to be bananas. Both of those guys are going to get theirs, right, in Butler and and Jokic. I think that's going to be a really fun series. So anybody that says the ratings are going to suck probably isn't a very big basketball fan. I think it's underrated for a bad blood series, too. Because remember, that was the one when uh, when one of the Marcus brothers, or Morris brothers, Nikola Jokic just absolutely, like, shoved him from behind. Yeah, tried to get suspended. Yeah, you're right. And Jimmy was talking a lot of talk after that game. How about Jimmy Butler on Instagram, by the way? All-time Instagram performance. All of a sudden, the last two wins, he's just poted, posted the caption of the amount of wins they have left to win the title. So today, he posted one that just said five. I love that. Did you see the taunt he uh, he made fun oh, of timeout. Uh, Al Horford's taunt? Yeah. The timeout. I mean, he's he's on an all-time tear. No, right now. It's, and it's I phenomenal. like Jimmy, but I'm also excited to see him just eat it because Denver will, will like just like right now it's going on with the Lakers. Like Denver's just showing everyone. We are so much better than you. The bubble was not a fluke. Jamal Murray just got hurt, and it took him a little time because he blew out his ACL. It took him a little time to come back. And I Michael think, Porter Jr. is finally healthy this, again. This I, think they're gonna oh. get, I think they're going to get swept. But also, I'm blocked by Michael Porter Jr. on Instagram. I would point this out. Jokic, there's a start. Six eleven two eighty five. Bam out of bio. Six nine two fifty five. Like yo, it's just gonna, yeah. He's gonna get his. He's just gonna walk him to the paint. Yeah, it's gonna be. Uh, it's gonna be weird. But why are you banned? Uh, I'm not banned. I'm blocked. Blocked. Uh, so Michael Porter Jr. 
uh, when he was a senior in high school, okay. dated uh, dated Madison Pettis, who was the girl in the game plan yeah, with the rock. Yeah, yeah. Um, she's grown up to be a very good looking model. Um, yes. I had a huge crush on her in high school. We followed one another on Twitter. So I was sliding into the DMs because I thought it was a much bigger deal than I am. Um, so I commented on one of her Instagram posts, something, you know, like, you look amazing, whatever. I was 16. Give, you were such a loser. Oh I know. I cannot. And then MPJ oh blocked me. MPJ blocked me. Now, I can't. As you should have. Now, obviously, I'm lucky I didn't have social media. She didn't. When I was a, chi- did. a, a child, but... God, the dorky, oh, thirsty sure. <gasps> oh. little boy things that Alex Strofe did. I mean, him sitting there with that hat work, back, uh, backwards hat right now. I can, oh, I can see it. Yeah, seven well, years the hat's ago. backwards right now because it's itching me up up top, and I need to. I'm not going to take it off because my hair is a mess, and we're on camera. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, look. At least I'll tell you about it. Right, I could keep the stuff from you, Jimmy. Yeah. I could never tell you about it, but I'm giving you ammo because I love you and I want to do a good show. Unbelievable. Okay. Well, thank you for the ammo. All right. Well, at least he's honest. All right. My final stone today is the comedian Burt Kreischer. Don't Love Burt. Are... Love Burt. He had a good tweet today. Where are we going? Uh, so, Matt Hamilton, obviously in San Francisco, a city known for its bad traffic. Burt tweeted today, top five worst cities for traffic in the U.S.? Question mark. Strofe. I don't know what your travels have been throughout the U.S., but traffic cities, if you had to pick the worst one you've been in, what is it? Okay. Um, let's think about this out loud for a minute. Chicago. Minneapolis isn't super fun. It's not bad, though. I'm just thinking big cities I've been to. Boston really wasn't that bad. I've never been to L.A. or New York. Boston wasn't. I've only ever heard Boston's the worst city ever. Every Uber ride I took was fine. I mean, it was... It, it, well, I it, guess there you're was, not of course, traffic. I mean, yeah, I but I a car. Yeah, but I suppose it's different when you have to be the one driving, navigating everything. Yeah, I, I guess Boston was probably the worst of the three I just listed. But... It wasn't as bad as maybe I believed it was. Like, we went to a Celtics game, and I, it, we got there pretty quickly, I thought. Okay. So, okay. Uh, but again, I wasn't driving, so I didn't have to deal with the parking or anything. I don't know. I'm a bad person to ask here. I, 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 haven't, I haven't been to any of the huge cities. True. True. Jim, you've been to a few cities in your yeah. time. Miami's horrendous. You're very welcome that to go with Miami. I might go with Miami because there's not as many pockets in Miami, but I could be wrong on this because I'm always coming in from West Palm Beach when I drove to Miami, and that was always a nightmare. You just get stuck, and it's hot, and you're not going anywhere, and like there's a lot of water issues down there. L.A. is awful, historically awful, but again, if you are some of these big cities, you can kind of, like you're in a little pocket. So like if you get to Santa Monica, and then you might be able to get to, like if you know what you're doing, you might be able to get to certain areas. I'm going to go with L.A. because it's historically bad. Miami's not great. Chicago, like we're all just in the Midwest. We don't know what traffic is. Like yep. Chicago's just normal traffic. They have pretty good. Here's actually, you know who's got pretty bad traffic? And it's Milwaukee. Yeah, it is. Because Milwaukee has horrendous, absolutely horrendous, probably one of the worst in the country for their size, public transportation. It is an abject disaster there, which means everyone has to have a car. There's nowhere to park. There's too many cars on the road. And it's all because they've gone out of their way to make public transportation in Milwaukee absolutely horrendous. We should have a rail here to get us from Madison to uh, Milwaukee. That'd be but awesome. They have gone out of their way to make public transportation in Milwaukee, and it's honestly the biggest flaw, but it is a major flaw from a nice city, is they have to upgrade their public transportation. There's too many damn cars there. For how si- for the size of that city, traffic is too bad because there's too many cars. There should be more public transportation in Milwaukee. All right, good rant. I found the data. Here we go. Number oh, one, good. Chicago, Illinois. Most delayed hours in 2021. Boston's number two. 
Good call, Ryan. You would have been the right person to ask here. Yeah. New York 3, Philly 4, Miami 5. Which Jim Take that for data. So there you go. Those are the top five worst traffic cities in the U.S. Uh, in 2021. Well, Jim, with a fantastic traffic breakdown there, but Alex with an even better Michael Porter Jr. story. Yes. Thank you. I have to give it. To, I mean, that's... My bog comes to fruition, baby. Big win. Uh, Alex yeah. Stroh putting it all out there for Madison... Nominee for Madison Magazine's best radio team, Stroh. Yeah, I've had a heck of a day today, man. I've had a heck of a day. I've told you some wacky stories today. You have. It's amazing I'm still allowed to do this. You should. Uh, instead, we should go and you can tell me more wacky stories off the air. We can go to Ruth's Chris Steakhouse in Ooh, Middleton. Me in. Have ourselves a cocktail. Madison's Best Kept Secret for a happy hour. The Sizzle, Swizzle, and Swirl happy hour. Get yourself a steak sandwich. Get yourself a drink. Have Kevin the bartender make you something great. Lee's the man if you want to have a great company outing. You want to have a, a lovely romantic dinner. Whatever it is, make your way out to Ruth's Chris Steakhouse in Middleton. This is Rutledge and Hamilton. Presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts free on Wisconsin On Demand and wherever you get your podcasts. Rutledge and Hamilton, live from the Everlight Solar Studio. He's Alex Strofe. I am Jim Rutledge of Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Monster Blue, you know what to do. <laughs> and that's Crush of Coors Light. What'd I do? He's Alex Strofe, and I'm Jim Rutledge of Rutledge and Hamilton. Yes. We know that. This is Rutledge and Hamilton. And I am Jim Rutledge, <laughs> and you can join us at Madison. What's our website here for our golf outing? Madison Open. ESPNMadisonOpen.com. Aren't you in charge of this? ESPNMadisonOpen.com <laughs> is where you can uh, join us. You can sign up to play a foursome at Trapper's Or term. a twosome. Or a twosome. Uh, Monday, July 17th is when the outing is over at Trapper's Turn Golf Club. <laughs> Matt Hamilton's going to be there. Mark Tauscher will be there. I'll be there. You can golf with us. You can watch Alex Stroff uh, continue to take swings and misses. Yeah, I'll take a couple hacks. I'll take a couple ca- hacks out there. I don't know how much I'll actually be golfing. I, 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 my understanding is I'll be a little occupied during that day. But uh, Yeah, because Trappers, after they saw your swing, said, we got to worry about pace of play. This guy ain't coming out. Yeah, no. So I, I will not be golfing a full 18. I'll tell you that. But I might, I'll take a couple hacks. You'll take some, so you'll crack some course lights. Oh, us, definitely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll be doing that. Um, are you golfing? I hope so. I would imagine so. I, I just imagine with the two to four window you got booked. I, I I don't know when you'd be golfing, but that's that's uh, that's a couple months out yet. But you should plan now to join us because you got just a little bit less than a month to register. ESPNMadisonOpen.com is the website for a foursome or a twosome. Great giveaways, great cause. All the proceeds going to uh, catch the community around the Children's Hospital, and we'll have a lot of special guest announcements coming out quick. Uh, so you better you're going to want to be there. I recommend you register at ESPNMadisonOpen.com. Who do you want the Bucks to hire? from their final three candidates. That's our Iron Jack poll question. Adrian Wojnarowski tweeted out earlier today, ESPN Insider, that Nick Nurse, Toronto assistant Adrian Griffin, and last of the Golden State Warriors assistant and currently a Golden State Warriors assistant, Kenny Atkinson, former former Brooklyn Nets head coach, Kenny Atkinson, are the three finalists. And we asked, who do you want the Bucks to hire from their final three candidates? Nick Nurse coming in at 67%. Kenny Atkinson climbing at 25%. Adrian Griffin at 
I bet you that has a lot to do with ignorance on Adrian Griffin. I don't know if it would be a great hire, but I do think he's the most qualified assistant without head coaching experience available. Like I like Chris Quinn down in Miami. You do. Because he's a former player, former point guard, and has been in Miami, knows that heat culture sort of thing. But he's a little bit occupied right now. Right. And will be for another week or two. I, he does not have the pelts on the wall that Adrian Griff- Griffin even has as an assistant. He sure. hasn't been an assistant as long. Sam Cassell is an interesting name, but I don't think he's been an assistant long enough to feel comfortable that he could run a whole team. Love Darvin Ham. That, that's not going to happen. But Darvin Ham was an assistant with the Bucks for a while there. So I think you got to put in your time. Adrian Griffin has, so he's earned the opportunity the Bucks just might not be the right team for him. Yeah, you're right about that. I, I, I'm intrigued to see where we go, right? And this is something we talked about last week, and now it bleeds into this week a little bit, is, okay, what's the direction the Bucks want to go? And we get a list of finalists. There's, there's still an opportunity. It looks like I read a piece from Jim Rosarski of the Milwaukee Journal Center, who does a great job covering the Bucks, And he said, I wouldn't necessarily say the door is closed on everybody quite yet, but it seems like they, they, these are the main three in the mix. He also, uh, him and the Journal Sentinel learned that Calvin Johnson in, anticipates a new contract. Calvin Sampson, excuse me. I don't know why it's said Johnson. Calvin Sampson uh, from the University of Houston, who used to be a Bucks assistant. He interviewed with him last week. Uh, anticipates a new contract being worked out with the college. And they've also learned that uh, the Portland Trailblazers top assistant, Scott Brooks, is not taking any more additional interviews. So I was right on Sampson. You are. Yeah. He's just trying to get some more money. So the favorite, you're probably right. There's that probably was already in the works connected. before the interview, but I think it put the extra pressure on. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Jim Harbaugh has done this before. God, you're such a genius, Jim. People like you. Well, I was just pointing out People you were kind of being like, like oh, no, it's already in the works. It's already done. I said, no, I guarantee this is some sort of favor to his agent or to him personally to get him more money. Yeah, it puts a little bit more throttle on the gas in terms of that new contract. But I imagine one of these three will be the head coach. And I think it is more than likely either Nurse or Atkinson. I agree. Hopefully Nurse. I think Nurse would be that sexy, splash, Luke Fickle-type hire that would get the fan base really excited. And then the next move is moving to players. So for an example here, out of Portland, there's a lot of talk that they might package Anthony Simmons, who is a, if you don't know, is a small forward out in, in Portland. But he averaged like 18 points a game. I think he's 23, 24 years old, a younger player. And they want. I just, the question is, they said they want to package him along with their lottery pick for an elite small forward. Now the question is, is Chris Middleton elite enough? Because a young, athletic wing who can get you some buckets and a lottery pick, I think it's top three or four, Like that's a pick that can change the Bucks. It might not change next year, but it could give Giannis enough excitement that if you have Drew Holiday and then you have some young athletic talent and you have some young players to go around him, that could be exciting. That's the kind of trade, if you're going to move Middleton, that's the kind of trade I want. I want to trade him for maybe a higher draft pick this year and a, and a player who's been in the league for a few times. You know he can play, but maybe not all the way fully cooked. And <laughs> Middleton might be overdone. So if you can move off Middleton to a team that's trying to win now and get a player that's got a little bit of youth to them and a little bit of athleticism and a little bit of energy, the Bucks feel stale. Get rid of Budenholzer with step one. I think they need to do a few more things. And to everyone out there crying about oh, this this window could be closed, or this is all done, or things are bad because things are changing. Again, they just don't know the NBA. This is the NBA. Things change all the time. It's an opportunity to jump forward. Yeah, you can screw it up, but this ain't the NFL. It's the NBA. The NBA, the offseason, is, is almost as important as the regular season, and this offseason, the Bucks could catapult themselves into a team that can win more titles. This is Rutledge and Hamilton. You're out of time. We are presented by Coors Light.